Good morning, everyone. This is Tracy, your host of Kiwana Joe Tees and owner and all of that. Um, I appreciate you coming back to my podcast and listening in. I do apologize for the previous podcast segment that I put up. Um, I had my phone attached into the vent holder. And, but I didn't have like a microphone, like a, my earphones or anything like that, um, on my earbuds. So, uh, it caused it to sound like I was far away and I do apologize for that. And then I didn't, I thought about it and I was like, you know, I really don't want to re-record it because a lot of the stuff I said on there was just, you know, on the top of my head. It was while I was driving. I, it was pretty much original. Um, so I didn't want to have to redo it and I just figured I'd probably forgot all the stuff I, you know, what I said anyway. Cause when I'm driving, a lot of times my head is just going off and I can think about so many different things and then um and I didn't want to just have to redo that one again so I do apologize for the way it sounded um but I'm I am in my car right now I'm driving I just got back from the gym um and that's a whole nother can of worms you know you ever have those moments where you spend like two hours just trying to get your mind motivated to do a 30 minute workout I mean like it's ridiculous but you uh, have to be, I have, consistency is the thing that I'm trying to get onto right now and finding the right time to do it because um, I have so many things I have to do. You know, there's uh, being a mom and a wife and making sure every, the household is running afloat and uh, work. Oh my God. So anyway, um, I did want to get on here. It is National Infertility Awareness Week. And I did make a post on my Instagram about how I am a proud IVF mom. So uh, if y'all read my blog or heard my other podcast uh, segments, I just had a baby. Um, His name's Koa. And he will be four months this month on the 27th. And um, he was, so my first three are my biological children. He is not biologically mine, but I did give birth to him for my wife. So pretty much I was a surrogate for my wife. Um, We did a, what we call a frozen embryo transfer. And it was after three rounds. So he was the third round. I did have to do all the preparation prior to um, doing the transfer. I had to take estrogen pills. I had to do the progesterone shots in my butt. Oh my gosh. Um, You know, after a while, your butt gets numb from all of the shots you're doing, but it doesn't get any easier, you know? And, but it is worth it. It it was worth it. Um, Now the estrogen pills, I'm already a highly sensitive and emotional female. And adding extra estrogen on top of that, I just become a crying baby through everything you know and so that that was an experience in itself just to take, having to take those estrogen pills but they are required because of the fact that my uterus is not the biological um, you know I don't have the same DNA blood uterus you know everything that was for my baby um, so I had to get everything prepared for him basically preparing his home for him so that he would accept my uterus when being transferred. Um, so he was, we did three rounds. The first two were failed. They were sad. They were, I was emotional. 
Um, you start questioning things. You start questioning God. You start questioning yourself. Is something wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You know, why, why won't the embryo take it, you know, take uh, or accept your, your body, you know, things like that. And it was extremely hard. I started going off on people, you know, my wife is trying to calm me down because she has actually been trying to do it um, for years, for years. And so me going through it, you know, I decided I wanted to go ahead and carry for her. I decided I wanted to go ahead and carry for her because it, it was hard that she wasn't going to be able to carry. She ended up going through major surgery that that caused her or put her in a situation that if she were to carry, it could have affected her ability, you know, her, her I guess it uh, had a, it, it would have affected her being able to continue on with the pregnancy. Um, and so I decided at that point, and that was after five years of her trying. So she, um, I decided I was going to go ahead and carry for her. We could have easily gotten a surrogate and just paid for a surrogate for someone else to do it. But I thought, why we're, we're a same sex couple. I am her wife. I signed up for all of this. This is what I should be doing. I should be doing this. Um, and my uterus is, is perfectly fine. Um, so I went ahead and decided to go ahead and do it. And, um, he came two days after Christmas. Um, but it was, she constantly says is the best gift she could ever have. And, and I understand that that's understandable, you know, of course, of course. And, um, but he's the best gift that we could have ever had, but yes, he was, um, a, he was done as a frozen embryo, embryo transfer um they had to retrieve her eggs and we both together got to pick a donor that most resembled myself and my heritage uh, my african-american and polynesian heritage so we found a donor together and he's a known donor he's somebody that is okay with being known once um, our baby turns 18 and we're fine with that we're completely fine um and we picked the donor out she did the egg retrieval um and then i started on the pathway of estrogen and progesterone shots i had to take baby aspirin and then of course prenatal vitamins doing this every day constant um and then so we did two rounds that ended up being failed and it was hard. Other people were getting pregnant around us and it was hard. Um, and it was hard for me to see my wife have to go through it because this actually is her second. She has an angel baby, but this is her second child first living. And, um, so we, um, had to do the egg retrieval and all that progesterone shots, estrogen, uh, went through all of that, found out we did the, the lat, the third embryo transfer was done in May of last year, May, 2018. And I believe it was May around like May 5th, somewhere like that. I want to say, um, I can't really remember off the top of my head and you're supposed to wait the two week waiting period. You're supposed to wait two weeks before you find out. Um, the first two times we couldn't wait. We, we waited like a few days and checked, you know, did pee on a stick and, you know, it just, it was so depressing 
The second time we tried it, oh my gosh, it was just so uh, stressful and depressing and you know, it was hard for us. The third time we were kind of like, let's just wait. Let's just wait. Then it got to like, but we only waited about maybe five days. And I said, you know what? I want to, I want to check because there was a symptom that I was having. Um, I believe I was getting lightheaded. Now this entire pregnancy, I didn't throw up not one time, but I was, I believe I was getting lightheaded and I thought, I think I need to check, checked it on that fifth day, what they would say five, five DPO or five days past, uh, or, uh, five days past transfer DPT. And, um, checked it and there was a thin, thin, very faint line. And I'm like, babe, come here. Do you see this? You know, because I'm, 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 my vision is not as good as I thought it was, you know, whatever, but do you see this? And she saw it. It was a very faint line. And every day after that, I kept taking a pregnancy test and the line just kept getting thicker and thicker and thicker. And it was just the most amazing experience from beginning all the way until he was born. And he is the most beautiful baby. And he is so smart, y'all. I mean, just the smartest little baby already. He was a few days old already trying to roll over already I mean he was just you know perfect he is perfect and he's perfect and he is um, and he's here and so um, that was in a nutshell my IVF journey Um, it was it was an experience because of course my first three were biological I uh, was married prior to their dad and um I go on in another seg- podcast segment about how we were 19 when your your mind is different at 19, things don't work out, you know, whatever, you go your separate ways, all of that. And I was questioning myself, my sexuality, all of that, everything was playing, you know, and he, he's a major part of that, but we um, are no longer married and we divorced back in 2013. And so... Um, my first three are biologically his and mine. So I didn't go through, I didn't, you know, you, we just popped up. Oh, I'm pregnant, you know, but this was an experience to see from the beginning till the end. And it's, it's an amazing experience and it tests your faith so much. But, um, that was, that was something that I truly, truly enjoyed, you know, going through, even with the the heartaches and Um, I appreciate y'all listening to me on this. I did want to give my little brief story. I was going to write a blog. I'm going to write a blog today about it. Probably going a little more in depth because usually when I, I'm a writer, usually when I write, I, um, tend to go a little bit more in depth, but I don't want to make it too long because I want my blogs to be kind of short. They're on my kawanajo.com page where I sell, where I have my t-shirts and stuff. And, um, so I, I try not to make them too long. I want them to be kind of, oh, like a quick read. But um, I do, you know, for anybody that has questions, um, you know, we're part of like uh, my wife and I are part of a marriage club on Facebook and it's an LGBT uh, marriage club. And constantly we're seeing questions from a lot of people questioning IVF and, you know, 
a frozen embryo transfers and, and all of that. And I just feel like, you know, we could, we could help out, but, um, and a lot of times they want to do insemination. You know, we, there's, there is so many different avenues, but all I can do is provide my story and my experience and in hopes that if, uh, anybody else is going through the same thing or wanting to talk or wanting or has any questions, they can be able to, uh, communicate with me or contact me and let me know. And we'll, uh, I can try my best to answer any questions, but I do try to keep those blogs a little short. Um, and I try to keep the podcast short too, but I tend to ramble on when I'm talking. And, and then especially after I just worked out, I talk a lot, you know, those, those endorphins kick in and you start rambling, you know, that's when you know you had a good workout. Anyways, I am going to head back inside. I've got to get ready for work and I appreciate y'all listening in to my podcast don't forget to please go on my Facebook page and like it. It's Kawana Joe Tees um, and take a look at the products I have on there and go on my Instagram. That one I'm primarily on Instagram um, is Kawana Joe Tees or at Kawana Joe Tees. Um, and you'll, uh, I also posted a picture of baby Toa on there. So you can always look at that. Thank you so much, family, for listening in and y'all have a blessed rest of the day.